It's time to get ready for Penn State versus Auburn and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of gum. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. It is football Friday, and of course, now that we're talking Penn State Auburn, maybe you want to get a fix on everything else going on around the Big Ten this weekend. Well, head on over to Locked On Big Ten. It's hosted by Nate Dickinson and a select rotating panel of all the Big Ten hosts across the Locked On Podcast Network, including yours truly. I'm there every Tuesday. Hope to see you there as well. Check out Locked On Big Ten on YouTube or on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast in addition to the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. And we've got podcasts covering all of your favorite teams in the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, you name it, we've got you covered right on the Locked On Podcast Network. But my name is Kevin McGuire, and I am happy to be here with you as the host of Locked On Nittany Lions every Monday through Friday. And of course, we are wrapping up our first week where we have been sharing these podcasts with you on our YouTube channel. So make sure if you are watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button down below. Leave a comment at any point during this podcast video episode and let me know what you think about this upcoming game. I want to get your score predictions. So send me your score predictions with a comment down below if you are watching this on YouTube. If you're not, well, guess what? You can follow us on Twitter and that's a great way to stay interactive with us. We're always having fun on the Twitter machine during games. So make sure you hop on Twitter. Follow us at Locked On Nittany. And don't forget to give us a thumbs up over on Facebook at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany. We're also on Instagram too. I know we've got it all covered here on Locked On Nittany Lines, instagram.com slash Locked On Nittany. As I mentioned, we have a big game to get ready for this weekend, and I could not be more excited about seeing Penn State take on Auburn. And this is a game that I feel is one of the most anticipated non-conference games that we've seen as far as the regular season is concerned. Maybe in the last decade, maybe the last time Alabama came into town as part of that home-and-home deal back in, what, 2011, I think it was. Uh, We saw Nebraska, pre-Nebraska in the Big Ten days. That was an electric crowd at Beaver Stadium. Some say still the loudest Beaver Stadium has ever been. I, unfortunately, wasn't there for that game. I was there for the 2005 Ohio State game, and that, to me, was the loudest that Beaver Stadium has ever been. But let me know. If you've been to both, let me know which one was louder and how loud is Beaver Stadium going to get this weekend. I think that that is one of the key plays to this game, or the keys to the game, I should say, as Penn State looks to take on the Auburn Tigers. We'll take a look at some of my thoughts on this game, uh, wrapping up the entire week's worth of conversation, commentary, breaking down this game as much as we did. And I do regret not being able to cover this game as much as I fully anticipated doing. But that whole USC thing kind of threw a curveball into my plans for this week where we ended up having to talk a lot about James Franklin. We're not going to do that in this episode other than to say we're going to continue to monitor the situation. I think as everybody probably is right now around college football, around USC, around Penn State. It is a storyline going into this game. You're going to have to hear about it on ESPN College Game Day, who is already setting up shop on the old main campus i believe or old main on campus i should say and of course that's going to be one of the main talking points at some point during the college game day broadcast and i would have to imagine it's probably going to be brought up at some point during the game as well so i'm just bracing yourselves for that right now you're just gonna have to learn to accept it and that's unfortunately the reality of the situation because 
honestly, James Franklin didn't do a whole lot to shut down the conversation entirely. But again, I already said I wasn't going to talk about it, and I've already spent more time talking about it. See, that's what this week has been, right? We've got Penn State versus Auburn, two top 25 teams, Big Ten versus SEC, primetime showdown, whiteout crowd atmosphere. It's going to be awesome. This is going to be pure college football at its finest. And then we're just talking about coaching rumors all week. That is a darn shame, and I regret being a part of that. But you know what? That's what people are talking about, so we have to address it. But no more today. We are done. We are going to be just talking Penn State, Auburn. I'm going to give you my final thoughts in the game. I'll give you my official prediction. Although, if you listen to yesterday's crossover podcast that we did with Locked on Auburn, you already know what my prediction is. And maybe if you've seen my uh, prediction piece on Athlon Sports by now, again, you already know what my prediction is. So I might as well just get it out of the way, right? Penn State's going to win this game. I think it's going to be close going into the fourth quarter. I think that Penn State comes away with a 26-23 victory. Every way I've been looking at this game suggests to me that we've got a good, close game on our hands going into the fourth quarter. And it may come down to whichever team has the ball last, whichever team makes one fewer mistake, or basically whichever team makes one more play, either on offense or defense. I tend to think that Penn State has the advantage in all those different areas there because I trust this Penn State defense. I trust that they're going to make Bo Nix make a mistake and make him pay for it at some point in time. And I just feel as though as much as Auburn may be able to grind out yards on the ground with Tank Bigsby, a massive running back who's going to be a threat here, uh, I think this Penn State defense will be up to the task. They may give up yards. They may give up some long drives. Auburn may be able to run a lot of clock and uh, chew up some some grinding uh, drives of their own, but it's really going to come down to just limiting what they do on those drives. It doesn't matter if you have a seven-minute drive that goes 80 yards if you come up with no more than three points. That was certainly one of the areas where Penn State thrived on in week one against Wisconsin while the offense was still trying to figure things out. And it wasn't as much of an issue last week against Ball State because the offense actually came out firing all cylinders and had some long touchdown drives to start the game. I think this game kind of falls somewhere in the middle of what we saw Penn State do against Wisconsin and what we saw against Ball State because Auburn is a good team. They they are, and they're not going to be intimidated by the atmosphere they are walking into because they are used to these kinds of environments. They play in the SEC. They play on the road against teams like LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama. They go to Florida. They are used to these types of crowds. Maybe not 107,000 type of crowds, although Texas A&M and Alabama certainly pack in those crowds, Georgia as well. Uh, But this is going to be a pretty cool experience, I think, for everybody involved, uh, including Penn State players getting a chance to play in another whiteout. First one in two years, by the way. And then, of course, Auburn getting a chance to make a rare trip up north. You don't see SEC teams travel up north, and this is not a rip on SEC teams right now, but you just don't see this kind of a matchup. You don't see Big Ten versus SEC, two top 25 teams in regular season play all that often, and we are getting it this weekend. This is college football at its finest. You want to tune in and see what happens here because this is going to be college football at its absolute best. And I fully expect that Penn State fans are going to represent as well as advertised. And it's going to be a big factor in this game. 
Well, I know you're going to be hungry for football all day Saturday as you're waiting for that primetime kickoff between Penn State and Auburn. But if you're looking to kill your hunger, your regular hunger, make sure you hook yourself up with a Built Bar because Built Bars are the protein bars that taste just like a chocolate bar. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. I know what you're saying, right? How can a protein bar actually be that delicious? Well, you got to try them to believe them because I was a little skeptical myself. But then when I tried some Built Bars and I found some flavors that I liked, I don't turn back. Built Bar is the only protein bar I am interested in purchasing. So go to BuiltBar.com and check out all the variety of flavors that they have for you. And then take a look at the calorie count because most of the flavors they have will come between 130 and 180 calories. And if you compare that to some of the other protein bars out there on the market, you will be amazed at just how advanced the Built Bar really is. It is really the real deal when it comes to the best tasting protein bar. You can fit it into any kind of a diet, whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, or if you're on a keto diet, slide this in there. It's perfect for the mid-morning hunger attack that you get between your start of the workday and maybe your lunch break. Take it from me, I have a Built Bar at my break time every day, mid-morning, it is the perfect solution for me. And it's probably gonna work out for you as well. So once again, go to BuiltBar.com, check out all the flavors they have available, and then use the promo code LOCKED15, and you can save yourself 15% off your next order from BuiltBar.com. One more time, that's promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. Anytime you have a pretty fun matchup to look at, one of the first things you're probably going to do is break down the quarterbacks, right? And this game in particular offers one of the best quarterback comparisons I think we can have some fun with because we may not be talking about Heisman front runners or anything like that, but we are talking about two guys that came into this 2021 season with a little bit of a chip on the shoulders, maybe something to prove plenty of doubters in one way or the other. And I think that's what makes this game so interesting because somebody's got to make a play here, right? If it's going to come down to getting one last touchdown, which quarterback do you have more faith is going to do that? Penn State's Sean Clifford or Auburn's Bo Nix? And I got to be honest with you, I'm leaning towards Sean Clifford, but I think Bo Nix is a little bit of a wild card factor. And that's what makes this game so fun to look at because we've got two teams that plays good defense, right? And I think we have two quarterbacks who have silenced some of the doubts about them coming into the season two weeks into the season but this is the game where you're really going to get a true testament for what they bring to the table all right so let's focus on penn state sean clifford real quick one of the biggest keys that i've seen out of sean clifford through two games of the season i understand very small sample size for both but it's what we have to deal with so i've seen out of sean clifford a much more confident passer and somebody who's not making bad decisions on the field Look, that first half against Wisconsin, it was brutal. It was brutal for the entire offense, and uh, I don't think there's really much more we need to say about that. But since then, we have seen six quarters of Penn State football, and the offense seems to have been doing pretty well in those six quarters. You know, they've got some momentum going against Wisconsin. They started off last week against Ball State with some really good drives to start the game with a couple touchdowns. And Sean Clifford is a big part of that, so you got to give him credit for that. So I do think that halftime adjustments are a thing, but also Sean Clifford not making poor decisions on the field and forcing plays that just are not there uh, is a big reason why Penn State is off to a 2-0 start. You go back to last season, that 0-5 start, it was dreadful. And Sean Clifford was pretty bad at many times and a big part of reason why Penn State was down so often as they were. 
obviously he came back from that. He learned, he kind of matured, kind of used that as a learning opportunity for himself. And he came back much more confident in the second half of the season, has started off things still, still kind of going through an adjustment with a new offensive coordinator. And I don't think we should just completely ignore that either. But I do think that things are starting to get a little bit more in rhythm for Penn State. And this is going to be a big test to see if that can continue because this Auburn defense it's pretty good. Pretty good. And the defensive line is going to create lots of problems, I think, for this Penn State uh, offense. But I do think that Sean Clifford, from what we have seen in the first two games of the season, is he is not forcing the passes. He's not trying to make something out of nothing. And that, to me, is a big difference uh, between an upperclassman with plenty of starting experience and someone that's a little younger, maybe a, a little bit more of a, a gunslinger that's just trying to make something happen. I think he has learned from that opportunity he's looked at film he's kind of broken down some of his own self-inflicted wounds in many regards and maybe he's learning from that and i think if he is that is a big step forward for this entire penn state offense not just sean clifford so in a game like this i do think that sean clifford plays a major role because you know he's going to take some deep shots down the field of jihad dots and he'll probably connect on one maybe two of them because uh, that seems to be the ratio there uh, and hey if you connect on one that's great if you connect on two that's fantastic because good things are going to happen that way but i do think that what you see in those shorter passes and if you give him time to process what's going on in the field he can make some things happen with his arm he can take off and run if you need him to and there's, there should be a lot more confidence in sean clifford right now after two games than you had after two games last year on the other side of the field you got auburn with uh bo nix who has had his highs and his lows and you won't find too many quarterbacks around the sec that have had as high highs and as low lows as bo nix has had probably and that's what makes him very intriguing coming into this game because his lows tend to come in those big road game atmospheres like Penn State is going to offer. That's why it's very important for the fans to be loud as often as they can because I do think that that can be a weighing factor on a guy like Bo Nix who, uh, if you get him to be uncomfortable, he's going to make a mistake. And that's where it comes up to that Penn State secondary to really capitalize on those miscues and take advantage. And I do think that that's going to be what we see here. I think that's the difference in the game. I think Penn State wins this game 26-23, not just because they score a touchdown to go ahead or solidify a lead in the fourth quarter, but maybe because Auburn's comeback is thwarted by a mistake. So that's where this Penn State defensive line has to be up to the task force Bo Nix to feel as uncomfortable as humanly possible uh, and I think that that will lead to a bad decision a bad throw uh, something that he would like to have back Penn State secondary has to be on the toes ready for that opportunity because if they don't pounce then you let Auburn off the hook you let Bo Nix off the hook he comes back on the field he gets a chance to make another play he gets a chance to hand off the tank Bigsby who chews up a few more yards and gets another first down so you cannot let mistakes go by the wayside. You have to counsel them when they are made because I do think that Bo Nix is going to make them. I'm not saying that Bo Nix is a bad quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. If Auburn wins this game, it's going to be largely because Bo Nix is going to make something happen. So you can't let that happen to you. And I think that the, if I had to choose one quarterback or the other to feel more comfortable in leading my offense to a win, I'm going to go with Sean Clifford. Playing at home, much more competent this season, not making the same mistakes he was last year. I think he has shown tremendous growth. I need to see Bo Nix perform at that same level on the road in this kind of an atmosphere. Until he does, I've got some doubts. I'm not saying he can't do it, but if I'm choosing between the two, I'm going with Sean Clifford. 
And if you're looking for a place to play some bets online this weekend, including that Penn State Auburn game, look nowhere else than Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is the easiest place to get started with some online sports gambling. And what better time to do it than this weekend? Penn State is a minus five and a half favorite against the Auburn Tigers. You can get the over/under at 52 and a half. I kind of like the under. But it would be pretty fun if that hits the over. But as my score prediction is hold, uh, I am taking the under on this game as well. But if you want to go money line, you can get Penn State at minus 175 or Auburn at plus 155. Those are the latest odds as I'm recording this for betonline.ag. So go to betonline.ag and check out all the odds for not only the Penn State-Auburn game, but everything else going on around the Big Ten or in the SEC or elsewhere around college football. Of course, the NFL is in season two. So go to betonline.ag. They've got all your game odds. They've got prop bets. You can parlay. You can do whatever you want with betonline.ag. They've even got casino games too for you know some halftime entertainment, if you will. So go to betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account today. There's no financial commitment just to sign up for an account. But when you make your first deposit, make sure you use the promo code Locked On. They will throw in a 100% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. That is free money to get you started this weekend. You can only get it at BetOnline.ag with the promo code Locked On. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of the podcast for today and this week, leading you into Week Three action. It's going to be a fun weekend of college football, and I don't really have a whole lot more to say about this Penn State-Auburn matchup. I do think that the defenses are both going to be pretty good. I think the quarterback play is obviously under the microscope. I think both teams can win this game. I think that Penn State comes out on top 26-23, to as I have said on multiple occasions to this point over the last 24 to 48 hours. I'm not wavering on that. I do think that Penn State gets this game, goes to 3-0, and then we'll see where that goes moving forward. I don't want to react to a 3-0 start until we actually see a 3-0 start. So we will react to everything that goes on in this game on the Monday edition of the podcast. We are going to try and throw out a post-game podcast at some point Sunday. You know, it's a primetime game. There's a lot of stuff to do after the game. I'm probably going to be up all night Saturday night. So make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Kevin on CFA to see how I'm doing in the hours after the game, win or lose. It doesn't matter what happens. I'm going to be, I'm up late every Saturday night anyway, watching all the college football action. So it's just more fun to do so when you've got a winning team to cover afterwards. So we'll be covering every angle of this game, certainly on uh, Locked on Nittany Lions, as well as over on NittanyLionsWire.com. So make sure you check out all the post-game content we'll have over there. But I just want to kind of end on this one final thought here, okay? I know a lot of fans have been waiting for this opportunity for a couple of years now, right? No fans in the stands in Beaver Stadium or any Big Ten stadium throughout the entire 2020 season. It was really cool to see fans back in Beaver Stadium last week. It looked great on TV. It's going to look even better this weekend, okay? We know that the whiteout crowd is an electric atmosphere. It is visually stunning, on TV, and that's why it gets the primetime time slot on national TV on ABC. It's really cool to see, and I, I've really loved seeing these full stadiums in other venues as well. I thought Wisconsin had an awesome atmosphere, at least that's the way it looked on TV. It's pretty cool seeing these neutral site games. I hate neutral site games, by the way, in regular season play, but it's kind of cool seeing them with some of the games we have seen so far this year. Uh, Clemson, Georgia certainly was really cool to see. It's great to see the bands back in the stands too. You know me, I'm a big marching band fan. It'll be awesome to see the blue band get a chance to perform one more time uh, this weekend under the lights here in Beaver Stadium. 
it's just cool to see a little bit of uh, what we have come to love about college football and the community that it brings with you. The, the opportunity to gather in a stadium once again and root on your favorite team. doesn't matter if you're a Penn State fan or an Auburn fan or maybe you're just a fan of college football in general. Just being able to get back to the stadiums. Let's hope that this is going to be the norm. Let's hope that this continues. Let's hope that there are no interruptions to what we are seeing unfold here because I don't want to go back. Nobody wants to go back. Everybody wants to be moving forward, but let's do so responsibly. I'm just going to throw that out there. Let's hope that everything trends in a direction where we can have this on a regular basis and we can have more packed Beaver Stadium crowds uh, for the remainder of this season and next season and the season after that. You know how what I'm saying, right? It's awesome to see everybody come back. And the, while Penn State fans got a chance to come back for their family reunion, as James Franklin was calling it last weekend against Ball State, we all know that this is the game where Penn State fans can officially say and certifiably say that they are back because this is the whiteout. This is what everybody gets up and excited about. And this is what makes a Penn State home game different from other home games out there, not only at Penn State, but elsewhere around the Big Ten, elsewhere around college football. So if you are going to the game, first of all, please do so responsibly. Have fun. Have a blast. You deserve it. Everybody deserves it. Let's make sure everybody has a great time. If you see any Auburn fans, welcome them in because they don't get a chance to see this kind of a venue very often. It's very rare that a Big Ten team gets a chance to host an SEC team. And from everything that I've interacted with through Auburn fans over the last couple of years, they're a really cool bunch of people. So if you see an Auburn fan out there, shake their hand, you know, welcome them up to happy. Well, maybe don't shake their hands. I don't know, social distancing and all that stuff. But make them feel welcome because they're going to return the favor to Penn State fans going down to Auburn next year. Remember, this is a home-and-home home series. This is just game one. We get game two next year when Penn State goes down to Auburn, which is also going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. But bottom line, all I'm saying is cherish the moment, live it, have fun with it, and let's talk about a Penn State win in our next podcast. Remember, picking college football games can be difficult, but gambling on college football does not have to be when you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast. So make sure you check out the Locked On Bets podcast, see what they're saying about this weekend's slate of college football, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You get their daily picks, you get their blowout specials, and of course, my personal favorite, wrong team favorite. I'm telling you the wrong team was favored last week between that Iowa and Iowa State game. I ended up being right. They didn't end up going with that game. They went with another game. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. But make sure to hear what they have to say about your college football picks for this weekend and every weekend and every day on the Locked On Podcast Network, on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to check out Locked On Nittany Lines on your favorite podcasting app, including the Odyssey app. But we're also on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts. However you listen to your podcasts, make sure you take on Locked On Nittany Lines with you. And, of course, this brings a wrap to our first week on YouTube. So to those of you who have tuned into our YouTube channel, to those of you who may be watching right now, hi. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a fun week. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. We've got more on the way. And if you want to leave a comment down below with your score prediction, we'll be keeping tabs. So if anybody out there gets the correct score, you're going to get some bragging rights on our next episode of the podcast when we get a chance to recap everything. So leave your comments down below with your score predictions or, of course, if you're listening to us in audio format, 
tweet them to us. Tweet us at Locked On Nittany. Don't forget to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany. We're also on Instagram, instagram.com slash Locked On Nittany. It's been a fun week. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyAlliancewire.com on the USA Today Sports Media Group. I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com and, of course, your host here on Locked On Nittany Alliance every Monday through Friday. And we have some more fun on the weekend as well. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. It's been a busy week. It's been a fun week. Now let's enjoy the weekend. Have a good, safe weekend, everybody. We'll be back to talk about everything that goes on in this week three matchup in Monday's episode.